Shulchan Arachanav, we are in Simon Ayin Vav, section 76. We begin today, Allah HaGimel, the third Allah. Tzoya, filu hi ayveres, kigein, shetzav al pnei amayim, moishe echan neise grof, shodim uma avidoi, lefnei akorei amispal, tzarech lahafsik, abshtavar mekinegat panov, dalet amois, litztadden elefanov kimloi enov. Kimoi betzaya monachas, kimoi shetzboer besimen ayin tes. Even if feces are merely passing in front of a person reciting the Shema or Shema Esri, for example, they're floating on water or someone carrying a chamber pot passes before him, he must stop until they pass from his immediate presence to a distance of at least four cubits to his side or out of his sight if they are in front of him, as is the law regarding stationary feces, feces excuse me, as we explained in section 79. Now we should point out that this restriction that he has to stop applies not only to saying Shema and but also to saying any words of uh, prayer or words of Torah. Indeed, even thinking about words of Torah is forbidden in view of feces. Okay. Therefore, continues the Al-Tareb, it is forbidden to recite the Shema in view of a pig's mouth, even if it is passing by, because a pig's mouth is considered as feces that are in motion. Uh, we also should point out that... the. the we also, it's not enough just to wait until the feces are out of sight. Um, but also, a person has to make sure that their odor is passes as well. Okay. So, with regards to a chazir, a pig, um, even if it's just passing by, the mouth is considered that like feces that are in motion. This ruling applies even if the pig comes up out of a river. The washing, that doesn't change its status. Because a pig borrows an excrement for food, therefore the rabbis were strict and considered a chazer as filthy, even if it was technically clean. So it's always considered like a grof shel ri, a chamber pot. And therefore it's forbidden to recite the Shema inside of a chamber pot, even if it does not contain feces, since it is designated for that purpose, as we explained in section 87. So that is why a chazer, which is likened to a graf shalri'i, also one may not say uh, shema in view of a pig's mouth. This concludes halacha gimel. Halacha dalet for Let's say somebody has tzoya, feces on one's skin. So some people say, some opinions say that the recitation of shema and should not be forbidden um, if they're on the skin but they're covered by the person's clothing, even if the clothing touches them. And the same ruling applies if one extended his hand into a lavatory but did not perceive any foul odor. For example, there's a wall between him and the walls of the lavatory and he extended his hand through a hole in the wall. Otherwise, it would be forbidden to say Shema because one is within sight of the lavatory itself, even though it's enclosed by walls, as will be explained in section 83. <laughs> Okay, now in the above cases, one would consider forbidding the restation of the Shema only because of the hand, which is in the laboratory, or because of the place in one's skin where the feces are located beneath his clothes. But the phrase in your camp shall be holy cannot be applied to these places. In these two uh, instances, the above-mentioned authorities based their lenient ruling on the verse, all souls shall praise Hashem. They hold that the mouth and the nose are included in the act of praise, but not the other 
organs. Hence, even if those other organs are not clean, one is permitted to recite Hashem's praise. We should point out that the word neshama, soul, shares the same root in the holy tongue as neshima, meaning breath. Hence, as a prerequisite for praise, it is the upper respiratory organs, the mouth and the nose, that must be clean. Okay. Other authorities hold, they say, you're not allowed to say shema in either of the above mentioned cases, basing themselves on the verse that says, kolatz moise temarn, all of my limbs, thus they all must be clean and, and in a clean place. So all of my limbs shall say, God who is like you. And there's another opinion that says that those who grant the license did so only when the filth and the skin are located in places where they are covered regardless, even without a garment. For example, the armpits. Okay. to It is advisable to follow the view of those who forbid the restation of the Shema in all of these situations. This concludes today's share.